Welcome to LiveTrader.com podcast. The content here is for informational purposes only, should not be taken as legal business text or investment advice, and be used to evaluate any investment or security, or be directed to any investors, potential investors, and LiveTrader fund. For more details, please see LiveTrader.com forward slash disclosures. Hello traders, this is Terence Hui, and welcome to this first very podcast about race management. So, you know, my biggest weakness when it comes to trading is that, you know, some of you know that when I place a swing trade that might get up to about 20% in profits and something like that, but it just hadn't quite hit my profit target. So I, when I have, let's say a swing trade and I do not have sometimes a little bit more structured on how to capture profits or if it doesn't work out exactly as expected. So the question I'm getting a lot from beginner traders is that, how do I train myself to hold on to winners until sometimes I will hold on to long positions and don't let the positions come back too far and build up the million dollar trade sometimes until I know that it's never different in trading stocks anyways. Now, I have troubles from time to time when I have a drawdown and, and how I'm managing during these drawback periods about it and making sure that I'm a little bit more focused on making sure to have a real structure in things that aren't going exactly the need to and how I'm going to scale down right there and there and the ability to take a lot of pain on positions can be a positive and a disadvantage. So next question is that, do I work my way out of this uh, until sometimes I hold on to a long position and don't let those trades come back too far? You know, in a couple of years ago, returning to the story that um, I almost have a trade that almost hit a million bucks until, you know, a couple of ticks could cost a few thousand bucks. And that leads me to the next question I'm getting from my readers. Is that something you always been able to do or is that something you've been able to get better at or become more acceptable to you over time? Well, to answer this question, I think I'm always been able to grow my account. But just recently this year, I've been sitting next to a really good trader. And that's been a really big deal for me because I'm bigger because of it until I'm having changed my psychology around and also tactics around how I'm trying to catch those trades. How do I handle stops or when even like to watch and those types of things. And I believe that answers your question about how important it is to hold on the winning trade and still have been able to take a hit. You know, to build on a position and we hold the pain it was going against you, you felt this is probably a key element to my success as a trader. I'm right now and I don't know if it is or it's just one part of it. I mean, so yes, it's more helpful kind of trade according to psychology. If you have something that really works well for you and you can repeat it lots of times, then you should focus on the inner game, making sure that it works for you and then see how you can do it without affecting the way that you trade. And you know, the best traders are the one who can trade 5,000 shares, 
10,000 shares or even 500,000 shares, the 300,000 shares and not change the decision making. Now I've been doing some size sometimes when even when you get into a position and cut your losses, but you have to ask yourself this, do you have a predetermined point to fit it out when it is not working in your favor? And I get more feel for things that are going to happen, but I'm usually trying to get in and say, okay, I'm gonna get to a point or in this initial position sizing on this trade in case I can cut a position by half before you know that I am what I am probably have a 50-50% chance on having something like that and sometimes you may add into something and it feels like it is really got some supporting um, case behind it because of the position sizing that you're trading and going to risk Am I going to risk another 30 cents on this particular trade? And to be having some support, it's more like strategy one. And I don't mind getting in a lot bigger right there, even though, even though my trading style changed a little bit less because it hadn't worked for me in the first half of the position. So when I say the ability to take a lot of pain on the position is probably a key element to trading titans success and you weren't sure if a trade is going to work in your favor. And this comes to my next very interesting question from one of our readers. Do you think that the traders who maybe have a lower risk tolerance make less money though? Now there's a lot of different styles of trading and some traders are day traders, some traders are swing traders, some traders are even long-term stock position value investors. So throughout my career, I see a vast range of uh, traders and how the strategies really fit the trading styles. Now people, now people who are like, you know, if I'm gonna win about 70, 80% of the time, you can be really successful, you can accomplish whatever goals you, you have. And the different ways you can be, you know, you can even be a computer genius, right? The model like those big hedge fund guys out there doing quantitatively, it's somebody who wants to build into a big firm. See, throughout the years, I've seen, you know, traders uh, in U.S. Treasury bonds, you know, uh, the best traders of it, the best semiconductor traders, the best swing traders, you know, and all the best traders, they know that by messing up your psychology with the types of trading that you're willing to do the types of risks that you're willing to take makes a big difference in which you don't really help to discover what that is in you and you have to make sure that you have all the right mental framework around it that you're journaling uh, or you're preparing you know what i could tell the exact traits that you put up today you know if you could tell me yours unless i did all the work around it and at the only 20 percent of the time you had it and probably the same thing they'll go for you it's much less about strategies and it's much more about the right habits in preparation, journaling, reviewing those, reviewing those traits that you place so that you can gain an edge and not repeat the same mistakes for your next trade. And that leads me to the next question from one of our readers. Any tips or pointers for how to properly manage periods of drawdowns or periods of losing trades? You're sort of on a run of losses and you just really feel like nothing 
you can do right now on that you're not getting attached to the outcome but how should the trader properly manage a drawdown and maybe if you could touch base on the risk management aspects that as well so that's a really big part of staying in the game so i can tell you in my career i've gone through rough patches every single year and i've been a trader with skin in the game if anyone has ever told you that they come in and make and they can make huge money every day of the year you really want to check the traders credentials because the fact is that most of the money that's made in short period of time in in a short segment of the year and the rest of the year simply just staying food with the markets so that you're looking for opportunities that comes your way for example the dow jones correction in march 2020 in a big drop you had and if you had been in the market and consistently be trading in the markets following the same routine all the time to be able to participate in that in any meaningful way and part of the process of having you to know a few short weeks of really really good trades and really good returns for instance a few trades that we place after the drop caused by the coronavirus pandemic especially on amazon especially on a few stocks like tesla or even google gave us a very good returns and it is all about staying having skin in the game so the fact is if you are a trader who has skin in the game it is just weeks of just grinding along and making a living just like everybody else but then there's also rough patch I had rough patches in a row of trades that didn't work out from let's say two weeks to even four weeks and they come and go with time and most of the time it simply forced me to go back which is free of competence where we could call conscious competence in other words consciously deliberately focusing following some sort of plan or an original plan or modified plan to suit the current market's conditions so the way to manage rough patches is to have an understanding that what has occurred and the way that no one has occurred is to look at the shrieks that you have and this is again the carnation so it's going to go back to really record keeping them in your journal imagine if you're running a bakery or an auto dealership for something you'd be crazy to think that you're selling something or you're running a business without really accurate bookkeeping so to wrap up this episode i believe that trading is a business and bookkeeping is a huge part of this business and you can always go back and understand i say recognize a losing streak as and for me a losing streak is for consecutive down days or weeks in a row speaking about down days when i'm actually doing what i'm supposed to do opposed to going off the handle and starting to fight the market or something that don't count as consecutive down days or as me being emotionally stupid which means i need some time off so what forced myself to do is just to detach and just move away but if i fall down days and i'm following my plan it just tells me that something has dramatically changed and so my response to that is uh, just going to how I manage the risk and that response is simply to take the flowing day off and probably 
if I've been down for like four days or even two weeks in a row probably the probability of 50 50 what 0.5 which is 50% probability of losing uh, there's a six and a quarter chance of I would have a losing day in a row so it's like flipping hits four times in a row so it's 0.5 to the power of 4 or 6.25% I know that for me to take a hit like that the kind of probability that's almost 2 sigma or 2 standard deviation with all the drawback of the statistics a little bit but for me to hit that it's pretty hard for me to hit 3 down days in a row so wrap up this episode I have so many young traders come to me and you need the one thing that they just cannot get past is when I say like protecting the downside I say you need to learn how to lose before you can win and people go crazy I need to learn how to lose it just doesn't even sound like because nobody wants because nobody wants to but when you go into without mind saying something changes at least it did for me when it came knowing that my number one goal was to manage risk and keep a very small instinctual set of trading rules I was able to free up all of the emotions and go after the markets I hope you enjoyed this episode of Wall Street Secrets and if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any other podcast please subscribe to this to get future episodes. Consider the Live Trader Network. More than 1500 alumni, more than 15 countries around the world. Find out more at tradeonwallstreet.com. Thanks for listening to the Live Trader podcast. If you like what you heard, please leave a rating or comment on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Plus, you can get future updates for email and future shows, transcripts, video tutorials. Just visit our website at LiveTrader.com.